You're listening to a podcast from RadioMisfits.com. And now, it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 30. And for this episode, I have a special guest, Stacy Pressman. Hello, Stacy. Hey, Mr. Nelson. How are you today? Oh, I'm just chipper. <laughs> you always sound so chipper. Yes, yes. Yes, it's it's called acting. Yeah, I know. It's uh, you're good at it. <laughs> so, uh, where are you? Um, I'm at the cafe across the street from my house. I oh. just got back from my accountant. Oh yeah, so, that that sounds yeah. like fun. How'd that go? Oh, it was so much fun. I'm gonna do what? What's it called when you have to wait longer because you don't want to get your shit together? Uh, uh, oh, you filed an extension. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I have a weird. My accountant has like 19 cats. Whoa. Um, <laughs> and um, he's a little weird. He, he, yeah. He's very weird. He's like, you should incorporate. I said, I, I made like 10 grand this year. What are you talking about? <laughs> I should incorporate what? <laughs> <laughs> the, the little money I didn't make. <laughs> <laughs> the mighty uh, Pressman a- Empire. Yeah. Uh, Pressman Well, Inc. I was 10 grand on the books, but that's between us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't count the uh, little under the table tips and whatnot. No, all the gigs are cash, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, a while back, I uh, I did a uh, Photoshop uh, flyer for you and uh, Mike Bachetti because y'all were going to do the improv in uh, uh, L.A. Yeah, that was, we did that show. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, so that that went well. Yeah, we had a good time. You're not a money maker. We made some money, but not, not you know it was fun. Yeah. Uh, we had a good time. Yeah, we had uh, John on the show and Gino uh, yeah. and Mike and I. It was really fun. We had a great time. Sometimes, well, sometimes, fun. yeah, <laughs> sometimes Gino, at least on the Artie show, can sometimes be quite the nemesis for uh, for poor Mike Bichetti. Um Well, Gino and Mike are actually very good friends. Yeah, I get it, but I mean, it just that's the way it works out. Gino likes to... Uh, Push people's buttons on purpose. Yes, yes. He, I love Gino. He's a very good friend of mine too. He's a he's a big. He likes to yell at people when they're, you know, he's in the mood. But so does Mike. So they get along well. You know? <laughs> the two Italian guys. Want. Yeah, there you. Yeah, there you go. Of course, uh, Bob Levy told me that Gino likes to uh, wear uh, like sandals or flip flops and has a toe ring on. Well, to, I don't think Gino has a toe ring, but he. Um, he does like to look to chick music. He likes like Lilith Fair music. He likes the same music I like. Wow. So um, he likes like Lilith Fair music, like Sarah McLaughlin and you know that kind of stuff. Ah. Yeah. So yeah, because another thing Levy suggested was that he uh, had an infatuation for Artie Lang, and so I were thinking he should, uh, you know, come out of the closet on that one. Uh, Levy has the infa- oh Gino has the infatuation with Artie Lang. I thought, yeah. I thought, uh, yes. Yes. That was, da- that was Dan that had the infatuation. Oh, maybe Dan came between them. Yeah. Yeah, Dan Filato. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Bob was, te- Bob was telling. <laughs> Bob was telling me a story that uh, uh, Dan Filato, back when he was uh, a kid in school, back in the seventies, that uh, 
they would go uh, in gym class they would go swimming but since they didn't have a locker room all the kids had to strip naked and swim in the pool and uh, we thought that was a bit shocking but he seemed to think it was just it, it didn't everybody do that <laughs> uh, I, I didn't hear about this one I, I, I knew that Dan was a patrol boy I knew that um, yeah well apparently but I didn't know he was a naked a naked swimmer too so. yeah so apparently they had a skinny dipping class uh, and somehow the coach managed to talk them all into that <laughs> Well, I guess when you're born in the 1800s, that's what they do. Yes. Back then, it was all very innocent. <laughs> I guess back then, it wasn't so shocking. You know, maybe in the, in the century, you know, the 1900s, you know, it wasn't so bad. But maybe back in the 1800s, it was yeah. kind of common to swim naked without a swimsuit. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, couldn't they have told him to bring some shorts? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's where, very strange. Didn't Dan grow up in Chicago? I didn't. I didn't yeah, that's where. It, yeah, that's where it was. Yeah, Some, or outside there, outside of it, or something like that. I think. Wow, I think that that would be very shocking where I grew up. You know, we well, didn't have even a pool, so I, I wouldn't know about that. Yeah, yeah. most. Yeah, I, my school didn't have a pool either. So, uh, but so I guess they decided. You know, because that was the joke we were saying is like uh, someone said, you know, we can use this money to build the locker rooms. And no, shut up! It's fine. We're going to build a pool instead. <laughs> Well, this bathroom, you could always put your bathroom, your, your swimsuit on. Yeah, I guess they didn't think of that. Yeah, I guess it's the Midwest, you know. What do you know? What yeah. do they know? And they're in the middle of the country. Yeah. There's no, there's no, there's no beaches, so they have their stupid lakes and crap. Like, so, yeah. They just told them, this is how everybody does it. Really? Oh, yes. That's really bizarre. Wow. That's a shock to me. Well, not really. Nothing shocks me anymore. But well, yeah, this day and age. But with kids, you know, nowadays everything's so. Oh you know, my God! So yeah, yeah. Like, that would. You can't look at a kid the wrong way. They think you're a pedophile. Yeah, yeah. Not that I look at kids at all, but. <laughs> How do you well, look at them? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't even want it. I can't hold a baby without getting nauseous. So. Yeah, it must be tough on like the mall Santas and all that. Yeah, I was. I was an elf. Um, in Santa Land, when I was like, when I graduated college, my first job at, like in the winter, kind of right after college, was I was an elf in Macy's on 34th Street. Wow. And it was like a whole big, you know, production. It wasn't just like one elf and a Santa. It was like, like there was like 10 different Santa houses because it's Herald Square. And um, it was crazy. And I, I would, uh, the Santa Clauses were, cra- were really believed they were Santa Claus. <laughs> and um, one Santa Claus was really insane. He would like, you know, ask for tic tacs in his mouth, and you'd have to do it like you were like a slave, but you weren't really an elf, you know. <laughs> yeah, because that's how it works. And Santa's got his sweatshop of elves. Right, and some of these Santas really believe played. You know, they were all like you know actors that were out of work. Yeah. So they were, including myself at the time. So we were all like struggling, you know. Yeah. To make ends meet, and so there was like it was Santa Claus land. And sometimes there's a black Santa Claus, and some of the kids didn't like that because they weren't used to seeing the black Santa Claus. Oh. Well, he just, sad. you know, he went down south from vacation and got a little tan. Yeah, so all the kids would cry. And, um, <laughs> oh, no. We'd have to be like, it's okay, he just looks different. You know, meanwhile, they have that crazy white beat. You know, it looks so fake, you know, anyway. So, yeah, but, yeah. So they'd send the black children to the black Santa Claus, and everyone was happy. And the Asian kids, too. But anyway. <laughs> the Asian kids had to go to the black side. <laughs> yeah. 
But I felt bad for the black Santa because he, you know, cause yeah, he, like a, you know, he always had. You never knew he was gonna get with the kids coming in and crying in his face. So. <laughs> the kids all cried at the sight of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are used to seeing, you know, it's like seeing a different kind of, you know, person do it. Yeah. A different part. You know, they went against type. You know. Right. So it, it, you know. But I thought it was cool, but yeah, like some of the kids just cried, and it wasn't a racism; it was just that. Yeah, know. it's just the way it. Yeah, I mean, but today that would have been like a an international incident or something. <laughs> yeah, it would be. It would be like a politically incorrect international yeah. incident. But you know, you know, it's like what do you expect? The kids like to see all this imagery of one type of Santa Claus on their stupid wrapping paper and all that stuff, and they see yeah. the Santa Claus in the house. And he's not that. He's look that way. It, you know, it's kind of going to freak them out. Well, Just like seeing a skinny Santa Claus. Well, you see, yeah, the skinny Santa. <laughs> but uh, but see, that's that's how the uh, the Western imperialist uh, white supremacist uh, brainwashed all the kids. You know. They did that. Yes, yeah. yes, and so that's why they were crushed when. Uh, I mean, if there was a skinny Santa Claus without a beard, I would you know, a bald. You think you know you'd be scared too? So yeah, you know, she's yeah. creepy. So. <laughs> so you don't know what to expect. Well, I, I guess next year they need to have like a transgender uh, Santa Claus, and uh, we'll see how they react to that. Oh, uh, oh yeah, I mean, that's a good idea with heels and a beard. Yes, you know? yes, yeah. They keep the beard, but he's got to have some some breasts and uh, some high heels and that sort of thing. A trans, yeah. So we're trying to like break the mold of Santa. Yeah. Which maybe sometimes you shouldn't do. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Does it really matter? Anyway. <laughs> I think there's more important things to worry about than uh, Santa Claus. Really? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Especially well, if you're Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I won't be getting any toys this year. Um, uh oh. You're naughty. You're on the naughty list. Yes, yes. We, we, I know we're like five months past Christmas and we're talking about Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes the world go around. Um, so, uh, so after being an elf, you—that's uh, when you went into comedy. No, well, I went into depression, but um, <laughs> yeah. I went into—I uh, was doing acting. I was an actress. Okay. I, I'm an actress. I did a—I did like a, an off, a big off-Broadway play in the '90s. No. Um, which was really fun. I played Dory Grossman in a play called Grandma Sylvia's Funeral, okay. which was the longest running off-Broadway show at the time. And I was in that show for about three or four years, maybe a long time. I was in that show. Wow. And, yeah, and uh, I did. I did. I was. I did a lot of films and stuff in the nineties. Um, and then I started doing stand-up at the very beginning of the turn of the century. Oh. <laughs> turn of the century. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> During the millennial years, yeah, yeah. I, I started doing stand-up uh, around, you know, 9-11, right after 9-11. Oh, so that was that was the inspiration. No, I was broke, <laughs> and I thought I could make money doing stand-up. That's what happened. Oh, did that work? I don't know. No, I, don't, I was going to do it, but then I never got on stage, and I was always doing improv, so I said, oh, fuck it, I'll do it. My friend Rick Shapiro was like, you should just stand up. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I said, so Rick made me kind of start doing it, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Rick, Rick was like, you should do stand-up because um, you have a lot to talk about. I said, okay. And then I didn't do it. And then he like begged me to do it. And I said, all right, I'll do it. And then we started, then I started doing it. <laughs> That's really how it happened. And, it was very exciting. Yeah. yeah. Transition. And then you were hooked. Yeah, I, I really loved it from the beginning. Because I like that, you know, because I was always doing acting and you had to do too much 
like yes. go to auditions and then you have to wait to get the part and then you get to rehearse. Like stand up, you just write your own stuff and get on stage that day. Like I like the instant gratification stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's what that. Yeah, I hear that a lot. But uh, when you're pursuing uh, careers, uh, in, whether it's comedy or acting and that sort of thing, a lot of the uh, people uh, they have to do these other jobs on the side. And uh, you know, usually that involves like waiting tables or something like that. But uh, uh, of course, I understand you had some interesting little uh, odd jobs that you you did. Uh, if you care to elaborate, um, which one? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's something involving feet. Oh yes, I, oh my my podial prostitution, my feet hooker. Yes. Like hooker days. <laughs> I was just speaking about that to my mother yesterday. How much I enjoyed and missed those days. Um, oh, that's lovely. We were, I was reminiscing. Well, it was, you know, it was fun. Yeah. But then I, I didn't, the thing I didn't like about it was a lot of work, act, it was a very hard acting job because you had to pretend you liked it. Yeah. But basically, people would suck your toes and, um, <laughs> like, they didn't do much of anything else. They just would basically suck your toes. And sometimes they'd ask you to step on them, which I didn't mind doing. That was fun. Um, <laughs> that was a lot of fun for me to do that. <laughs> but if, stepping on, yeah, so they would suck your toes, and then you'd have to like be like, "Oh, it's so nice. It feels so good." And you know, like you'd have to really like like act happy about it. And I didn't feel anything. I was numb down there, you know. Yeah. All that, all that, all you know. Sometimes you just don't feel anything anymore. You become numb to it. But uh, and the calluses, of course. So I, I just, I, I had to um, really do. You know, that was the hardest part of it. Yeah. But you know, I you know I made a lot of money. I made like eight hundred dollars a night, a thousand, ten thousand. You know, man, because that I, was like four o'clock. It started in the afternoon. I had never heard of this. I mean, I knew people had certain fetishes and stuff, so I just assumed they just got you know the regular prostitutes to do it, but not that there was a specialty. <laughs> well, I didn't know about this either. You know, the funny part about it, I have a, my, I have a friend who's a nurse who's like one of my goody two shoe friends. Like, like she's like you know really nice girl. Yeah. She liked to have her feet socked. Like she was into that whole thing, you know. <laughs> and so she, I guess, she went online. She just, she's very, she was very, being very sexually. Uh, she's exploring her her sexuality and stuff. So she ended up hooking up with these this foot this foot brotherhood they call it, you know, <laughs> brotherhood of the foot. <laughs> yes, and um, <laughs> she went to parties and she's like, people were giving me money and they're sucking my toes. I'm like, oh, really? Take me to the party. So then I said to my friend, I'm not going to say her name. I said, we are foot hookers now. We're, we're being paid for people to suck our toes. I, you know, and I, I, I call her I. And uh, so I said, I, uh, we're, you know, we have to come to the conclusion we are selling our feet for money. That is a form of prostitution. Yeah. We must own up to that. <laughs> and that's how I got into it. Through my goody two-shoe friend. Well, not so goody two shoes after all. <laughs> well, no, no. Well, she has a very bad two shoes. Yeah, her, 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 her naughty shoes. Naughty shoes. Yes. But I, I wouldn't mind doing it again, you know, with the Brotherhood. They were very nice people. So I, I actually like the guys that, you know, would suck. Most of them are very nice guys. And um, they would come to my comedy shows and stare at my toes. So that was fun. <laughs> I got them to come to all my shows. They were they were so great. They were awesome. Oh, and they had money too, so they would pay, and but the, you know I'd have to comp them. You know. <laughs> and they had a free toe show, and they got a laugh at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> free toe show. 
Well, I did it. Did any of them do the old, you know, they go to the toes and go, this little piggy went to market and all that? No, well, they weren't. They didn't do that, but they had their own. The blenders going off of the cat. Yeah, so <laughs> were you being attacked? I'm being attacked by the monster. Um, yeah. the tail monster. Um, they, 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 they didn't really do that kind of stuff. They were they were very into it. It was like kind of like how men do pummelingus. It was like that's how they acted. Yeah. They were just really into that foot. Yeah, like as the same way someone would perform oral sex on somebody. Yeah. So, that's... So someone touches on his penis, little, this little piggy went to market. I don't think they'd be too happy. <laughs> <laughs> they would, yeah, it, would, it spoiled the mood. Yeah, so they, it was kind of, they acted like that. You know, they acted very sexual about it. Yeah. In their head. <laughs> and I acted like really business savvy in my brain. Yeah. Because to me it was a business. Well, yeah. There was no enjoyment out of that. But it, it was fun. And then I did... um. I did some Japanese anime porn. Oh, yeah. That was my other career. Uh, short I did three movies, and I did, uh, like, voices. I don't know what the hell I did, actually. Because I would just do, like, lines that the guy would write on the spot. <laughs> and, and you just made it fun. up. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so is that one of those where the, it's, like... So it was all porn movies, and they were just like the girls running well, along, and then all of a sudden... No, they were cartoons. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, 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 cartoon porn. And they would have, like, these, like, monsters with, like, five penises. Yeah. And that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, no, oh, no, 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 yeah. So, yeah, um, so that was fun. Yeah. Did you ever see yeah. them? Did you ever see the movies, or you just figured, nah, whatever? I have all the movies, yeah. Oh, really? No, I Okay. I don't know why. I got my friend, and the one who likes the feet liked the movies. That's so weird. My girlfriend likes the feet sucking. Oh. She, well, she, had, she took one of my movies, yeah. Well, I, I'm beginning to uh, wonder about this goody two-shoes uh, thing. Uh, is that just a so front? So am I, actually. Yeah, yeah, I think that's just, you know, for the, for the out, for the, uh, you know, for the public, but uh, behind closed doors. <laughs> well, she's a nice girl, so. Yeah, uh, she, yeah. She was. She likes to explore stuff, I think. That's what her thing is. Well, that's usually the thing. They always say, you know, like the conservative nice girls and stuff. But then, wow, she gets wild and all that kind of thing. Yeah, she's not. She's actually a cool girl. She's She she, she, like, she likes to, like, meet new people. And she does, like, meet up groups and stuff with weird, like, hobbies and stuff like that. So Yeah. Yeah, I'm not into that. I, I never do anything like that. <laughs> meet up groups or something. Uh, yeah, you just hang out at home with snuggles. Yeah, that's what I do basically. I'm just with snuggles ninety percent of the time, ninety nine point nine percent of the time. <laughs> How is snuggles? He's good. He's home because uh, he usually meows when I'm on the phone. Yes, I know. I recall that. Meow, meow, <laughs> meow, meow. He gets jealous. So he wanted he wanted to be in the Halloween show. I know he was here. Do we leave him in there? Did he have a little part? Uh, no, he didn't. I uh, but I did play him when I did the next episode, which was all the bloopers and outtakes. So oh, so he you had to his, give him a part. Yeah, he had his. Yeah, next time I'll have to come up with one for a cat. Yeah, you have to have him. Yeah. Well, it was a haunted house. He could have been a scary monster. Or something. Yeah, something like that. There was a cat here, but it died. Wait, you hear uh, that? <laughs> it's the ghost of the cat, played yeah, by Snuggles. Yeah, yeah. He does. That's how he does it. I sometimes I imitate him. Yeah. He doesn't like that. He doesn't yeah. Like, do you have any cats or dogs? Uh, yeah. Actually, I have three cats. 
snuggles could have a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want one. <laughs> what are their names? Uh, the first one's name was Stinky. <laughs> Aww. Uh, the second one name is female cat, and she was called Bootsy because she has she's gray and white, but her feet are all white, so they look like boots, you know. Aww. And then the the third one, <laughs> he's all he's all white, but uh, he's kind what of do you an. Call him white power no <laughs> uh no he ended up with the name claw claw and that's a joke as uh, okay. a joke out of the uh i don't know if you ever saw the tv series i claudius with the emperor guy who he had a bad speech impediment and he kept stuttering and so, oh, no, I didn't see that. so everybody would make fun of him and they started calling him claw 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 claudius and since uh, this cat was kind of messed up and lame, and he he got himself injured, he was uh, he got in the engine or something like that, and so he was kind of messed up for a while there. And so he's wow. he's, he's just kind of goofy and uh, silly, but uh, so anyway, he ended up being named Claw Claw. Claw Claw, I like that name. Yeah. Snuggles used to be, when he got him, he was very snuggly, and then he became a bitch. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they change but, on you. His name is Snuggles Johan. But people yes. don't like his middle name because his daddy's middle name. And I don't, his daddy and I are divorced now. Yeah. I have full custody. Oh. Yeah. So dad didn't want visitation or anything? He did. It's in our Actually, in our divorce agreement, it says he's the only stipulation in our whole divorce agreement. Oh. Like we had the standard divorce, and then the stipulation was that Snuggles, if Scott if something happened to me, he would have custody of Snuggles. Oh, all right. And he could and he could visit Snuggles when he's in town, but I don't like I don't like when he comes over. So <laughs> you'll have to sue me about that. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, we'll I guess we'll never fully know what uh, Snuggles feels about that because uh, I know his daddy just left. So. Yeah. Anyway, That's... I kicked Daddy out, but anyway, we're not. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> it's always hardest on the kids. Yeah, it's very hard on the kid. It was, well, Snuggles like has you know like uncles and stuff. You know, so. Yeah, so he's got those male role models. Yeah, like his my, my uncle Mike brings him presents. Uncle Evan babysits for him. Yeah, Uncle Evan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, did you did Evan ever tell you the story when he he babysat for Snuggles up on the road for like three days, and um, Evan stayed at my house to watch Snuggles. He, Snuggles would like meow all night on purpose. <laughs> he would like, I, and I have my podcasting thing in the, in, the, in the dining table, so he would just meow into the dining table microphone all night. <laughs> and, and Evan couldn't sleep; like he was so mad. Well, he was wanting Evan to get him a gig. I know. He was like meow, meow, meow. <laughs> it was so insane. He couldn't calm. He didn't calm down. <laughs> He's like he knew. That, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, I I can boss you around. Yeah, I can't do that to mom, but but you. Well, he, no, he was so funny, and then he would give him catnip. Evan, I said, give him a little catnip. He'd calm down for a few minutes, and he'd go again. Like it was really bad. Like I I didn't know why he was crying so bad. Nah, he just missed his mommy. I know. I was only for like two days, literally two nights. I was out. You know. Jeez. Yeah, so he takes him to grandma's house now. He doesn't do that at grandma's house. Oh, so I guess he. Yeah, he must appreciate females over males then. No, he actually likes males better, but he oh. he's he's he gets weird with people. Yeah. So I, guess I don't he's... know why he's so weird. He's just a weirdo. A little bit. <laughs> he's totally a weirdo. I don't know why. But he's totally weird. <laughs> so what's a regular week for you? Um, I basically sleep. Yeah. From um 
not uh, what time do I, I, I go to sleep at like five in the morning. I wake up at like noon. Then I, then I eat coffee. I mean, I drink coffee and feed snuggles. And then I uh, have a conversation with snuggles. <laughs> and then uh, I go to the gym or go to yoga. Or I, if I have to do a speech, I go, you know, I have to go to work or whatever speech or film something that, that day. Uh, and then I have shows at night, like a few times a week. And then it starts all over again. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, do, you, is doing Artie show a regular thing now? or? Um, I haven't done it in a while. Okay. Uh, but um, that's only on Thursdays anyway. So Yeah. Uh, I do, I'll do other shows, you know, like I'll do Anthony's show every once in a while. And yeah. I'll do, uh, you know, my own show, which I have to start doing more. But I have the equipment, you know, I just, I just get, then I have all this like other nonsense to take care of. Yeah. And then the weekends I have shows a lot where I travel away or, yeah, or sometimes I stay in the city, but a lot of times I have to go away. Like not that far, but like just like an hour away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I basically half my day is getting work. The other part is trying, is working. The other part is doing nothing. So we're exercising. Yeah. I have to exercise. I go to the bagel store about three times a week. I'm trying to cut down on bagels, but it's hard. It's bad. It's a bad addiction. Oh yeah. Uh, do you still do the uh, speaking engagements where uh, about eating disorders? Yeah, I do. I didn't do a lot this year, but I I normally do about twenty a year. So oh wow. Um, that those are like my main money makers. But uh, yeah, I, I do those. Well, you do and, it, you um, do it for the cause, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do make money at colleges doing it, so. Yeah. Um, but it's good. I, it, I mean, it helps people. You know, I, I try to help people help themselves and, and motivate them, you know. Yeah. And stuff like that. But, yeah, I, I do that as well. So, I mean, I have, my, my weeks get really crazy sometimes. You know, either I do nothing or it goes nuts, you know. Yeah, and then it's like you got to adjust back and forth when you have a week of nothing. And then you have a hectic week, and it's just you can never quite get into the... Uh, you know the run of things because it's not regular. Yeah, so like one week I'll like be on the road every day, and the next week I'll do nothing for like two weeks. It's it's like there's no balance in yeah. my life whatsoever. <laughs> so I get tired a lot, you know. Yeah. I'm like I can't sleep at night. That's the other problem. Yeah, so I know what you I mean. Get, I have I have insomnia. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, you do too? Oh yeah, I've been a night owl all my life. My, my, my mother told me that like when you you would never shut up. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, when I was a baby. <laughs> so at one point she would she would just uh I think she said she grabbed a bunch of toys, put me in my in a room and then you know, gave them to me and then just shut the door and left the light on. <laughs> so I was content with the toys and I, I was quiet. Wow. <laughs> but Is I that just, hard? What dealing with insomnia? Yeah. How well, do you deal with it? Oh, I, I, I get to sleep when I can. A lot of times you just gotta okay. you know, gotta drink a lot of coffee the next day. <laughs> And, it, uh, it doesn't work anymore, coffee. That's the other problem. No, it, it really doesn't. Yeah, uh, it's. I mean, I when I'm without it, it's bad. You know, but right. you know, I gotta have that little boost. Uh, lately, I got into this weird thing. Uh, I don't know if you heard of these. They're on YouTube. They they call them ASMR videos. What are they? They call them ASMR videos. I'm not even sure what that stands for, but basically, it's mostly these women. I don't watch the ones with men in them <laughs> but uh, and they'll act out like they're like they're your therapist or your uh 
doctor or something like that. But basically, it's like 40 minutes of them just, and I guess I'm comforted by the female voice, and it uh-huh. it helps me go to sleep. Oh, really? Yeah, the longer the better, you know, and they'll just sit there. Sometimes they're like, they'll read a story like you're getting a bedtime story, I guess. Or something, you know, all that kind of stuff. Some of them make noises. I'm not too crazy about those, but... What do you mean? I never. What do they? What do they do? What is it? What's the part? Are they sexual? What, I'm confused. Well, uh, some people have suggested it's sexual. I, I don't really get aroused by it. I mean, a lot of the women are very pretty and everything, but uh, I'm mostly just listening to it. So I, you know, I mean, my eyes are closed and I go to sleep, so I'm not, you know, looking. Is at it like those women that whisper? There's like a whole bunch. Yeah, of there's a bunch whisper. of them that whisper. Uh, yeah, not really crazy about that either. And there's some of them that they'll pretend like they're giving you a haircut or something. Yeah, I don't That's know. So weird. Yeah, it's all very bizarre. I don't even know half the stuff. What are they you... called? A A S M R. You just A S M R. Yeah, okay. you punch that into YouTube, and there'll be, you know, a thousand of them. And That's so interesting. Yeah, it's very strange. I have no idea. I don't know how that gets, but thanks to the internet age, <laughs> everyone's little quirks becomes. You know, <laughs> A series. That's insane! Wow. Yeah, there's tons of them, and, and they'll have these, uh, like, you know, those Patreon accounts or whatever. Yeah, please donate, and I'll make more. And I guess people do, so they got a little oh. income coming off these videos of them sitting there, you know, just whispering gibberish. Oh my god, that's so bizarre. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of ways to make money on the internet. That's all I can say. It sure is. I wish I could figure out a way. <laughs> You should do your own ASLR video. Yeah. A- ALSR? What's it called? ASMR. 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 MR, yeah. That's so interesting. Wow. Yeah, it's very strange. I uh, don't know what, but it, yeah, it's, it's not as bad as somebody wants to suck toes all day, but. Uh, no, but at least I made money on doing that. So yeah, cool. yeah. That's yeah. my money maker. I guess I'd let someone suck my feet if they'd pay me for it, but. Uh, yeah, it's a easy, it's an easy job. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's not a hard job. But um, so, what, how often do you do your your show? I oh. know I we, we tweet it out, but I don't know how often you're. It's doing it's it. posted every Saturday. Oh wow! Okay. So that's just once a week. Yeah. So so far, I haven't missed one. I think I, there's one I missed. So I put together like a every episode. I do this uh, Batman parody thing called Night Night, and so I put a bunch of those together. Like a best, oh, like a best of. Oh, wow, thing. you're like one of the best um, graphic designers I've ever seen. Well, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. How, how do you do all those posters so amazingly? Like you do them quickly too. You know? Yeah, well, with with Photoshop, uh, I got a lot of uh, like templates and stuff already ready to go. Like I just went okay. and collect, collected a bunch of photos of people, you know, walking, sitting down, laying down, whatever, and then some like background scenes because I can put them in like a living room or whatever or an office, or whatever the scenario calls for. And so there's just tons of those. So a lot of times I can slap them together pretty quick. Other times, oh, well, wow. not so much. You know, it depends on what it is. That's awesome. Yes, yes. I know, because it looks so beautiful. I mean, like the one you did, uh, the one with the detective you just did, for the yeah. show, and the flying peep guys, they're really funny. Yeah. <laughs> and the disco one is cute. They're all so good. I love them. Yeah, and I yeah that whole thing started out with the old uh, ears wide open show y'all were doing, and uh, that there was, was just fun. there was just tons was... of those. Yeah, it was just some weird image after another. <laughs> that was uh, 
two years ago. Right? Yeah, I know. I can't believe it. It seems like that was wasn't that long ago. But yeah, it's been it was two last years. Year. Yeah, it seems like the year went by really fast. Yeah, 2002 went by really fast. Yeah. I can't believe it's early 2016. I know. We're closing in on 2020. I know. I didn't. I'm going to be old. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's, I'm getting older and older by the day. Yeah. Boy. But it's so it's, it's really cold up here still. Yeah, what what's going on there? I mean, it's supposed to get it's spring now, you know. I didn't think it was spring. Yeah, but it, we're it wearing is. our we're wearing our winter jackets. Yeah. And everyone has the flu, so it's winter again. Well, that's lovely. I know. It's warm probably where you are, right? Oh, yeah. Lucky. It gets a little breezy. Every now and then we'll get a little cold front, but nothing like what you guys get. No. <laughs> so do you um, go outside a lot and do a swimming pool and everything? No, I don't have a swimming pool. But, uh, yeah, I go out a lot. I mean, outside. Right. What do you do? What's your typical day like, Mr. Nelson? Well, uh, a lot of times... After you do Evan's Photoshop. Yes, yeah, the Photoshop. there's those. There's Photoshops. Uh, there's the cattle business. Uh, take care of them. Make sure they are uh, got all what they need. Uh, okay. Usually that involves their water supply. Uh, then there's maintenance of the fence line, which just goes on and on and on. And uh, right. got, got to make sure that that's all together because if they get out and... Uh, and getting someone else's usually it's not that big of a deal they just call and, yeah i'll go get them and uh, but if they get out on the road and that's that's the big fear that they might get hit and then that's oh a, no and then, yeah it's bad enough for the cow but it's also a lawsuit for me and <laughs> you know oh, whatever no. you know so i just i just assume they stay uh here <laughs> are you friends with the cows do you talk to them yeah that happens you can't help it you know and uh, some oh. of them have some of them have names you know and <laughs> some of them been there a while but uh but uh, when the time comes, yes, they have to load up in the uh, the trailer and go wherever they go. I don't even bother to find out where. Do you miss them? Do you feel sad? Yeah, some of them. There's one. There's this, uh, the bull I have now. He's, he's getting long in the tooth now, so I'm going to have to trade him in for someone else, and that's that's going to be hard. Oh, no. Yeah, well, I, I can't have him mating his own daughters, you know, so. Do you, do you like, play with them? Do you talk to them? And they yeah. have toys? Yeah. Well, no, they don't have toys. Uh, they they have a lot of grass. Are they free range cows? Yeah, mostly. Uh, oh, that's awesome. You know, like uh, the the feed that I give them is it's, it's sort of like a treat because they they love that stuff. I, I'm beginning to think there's dope in it or something because they sometimes they'll go crazy for it. Really? Yeah, and so but that's only once in a while. They're mostly just grass fed. fed. Oh wow! So. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the Nelson Ranch. So that's a, that's a hard job. Well, sometimes, and a lot of times, there's a lot of free time though. Oh, okay. That's how you do your Photoshop and your radio shows. Yeah, yeah. I got time for this this other little hobby. <laughs> so you must. How long have you been doing this for? This part. Well, really, all my life, because this was my dad's. You know. So oh I was, wow. I mean, back then we were rice farmers too, so there was that going on. And uh, that went you on. Have, you don't have rice anymore. No, no. And all the property, most of it got sold, and there's all these different industrial projects opening up out here, and all that kind of thing. It's all gone mostly. And then some people bought it for, you know, to build houses on. And uh, oh wow! So yeah, those days are gone. So you're like a rancher. Yeah. 
You don't, you'd never know it. Wow. No, I you mean, wouldn't. I know it now. But yeah. You like, my dad was the real rancher. He wow. was the cowboy wow. and all that. You know, I'm just a failed artist. <laughs> so you got kind of stuck with the business or something? Well, yeah, I had to do something. It was either that or starve. So uh, you've been an artist your whole life? Oh, yeah. So when did you start doing that? Oh, well, you know, it starts in childhood. And then uh, after high school, I went into, uh, I majored in art in uh, college. Oh, which, cool. Where did you go to college? Oh, uh, out here. It's a, a university called McNeese State. Okay. And uh, went there. Uh, then, uh, graduated, uh, after that, and I was supposed to go into graduate school, but then I had a massive nervous breakdown. <laughs> oh, really? What happened? Uh, uh, I, I spent too many years ignoring depression and, uh, didn't really think it was anything serious to take. And of course it was, and it got worse and worse to where I became, I wouldn't say I was completely off the deep end, but I became very delusional and, uh, worried about just ridiculous things, but I couldn't control being obsessive and worrying about it. And right, uh, okay. it, it just got in the way. And uh, this, this lasted nearly 10 years. So it really, it, it's like a gap in my life there because there's just, I was wow. pretty, I was pretty useless. I mean, I worked jobs like at restaurants and stuff like that, but it just wasn't no, get I understand. Yeah. Feeling. I didn't get anywhere. So eventually I had to go to a psychiatrist and, uh, well, it took you 10 years to figure out to go to a psychiatrist. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Okay. And uh, he basically saved my life because uh, it was coming to an end there. I didn't do something. You getting suicidal. Yeah, it was coming to that. So uh, that worked out. Uh, that's so, great. Yeah, so then after that, I decided I need to go back to school, and I, that's where I got my graphic arts degree. <laughs> and, oh, that's, that's wonderful. And that's how I learned the uh, Photoshop and all that stuff. Because you're really good at it, too. That's yeah. amazing about it. Well, it is fun. I know it is fun, and they, and they come out good, especially when you put snuggles in the picture. That makes it better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My mom loves those pictures, by the way. Like, when it, the ones that you did with me in, in the Oval Office, the snuggles in the desk. Everyone likes those pictures. are so funny. Yeah. Whenever snuggles is in the picture, she goes crazy. <laughs> Well, there's, there's a couple of pictures of him that's just funny because he's got this expression. I don't know. Is you damn right I'm Snuggles or something? Like that. Right. I know. It's so funny the one you did with him sitting like when I was home and he was in the bed and I was tying him up. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much our relationship. Anyway. <laughs> I never get to do what I want. <laughs> I know. I'm very well. No, he's alright. He's been more. He plays by himself now. He's more of a big boy now, but yeah. I don't bother him as much. Yeah. I don't make him kiss me and stuff. <laughs> well, eventually they get to the age where all they want to do is sleep. Well, he likes to play. He's been playing by himself, which is really interesting. Wow. Yeah, he plays by himself on the on his toys, so I don't bother him. How long have you had Snuggles? He's ten. Wow. Yeah, I make him do his. I make him run back and forth and do exercise every day. Yeah. <laughs> you can get Very him demanding, a, mom. Yeah. Get him a treadmill. Well, I have a treadmill, but he won't go on it. Yeah, that'd be amazing if you get a cat on a treadmill. He walks around it yeah. every day. That's his exercise. But he likes to run sometimes, which is good. Yeah. Know? He was really naughty as a kitten. So naughty. He used to bite my hair. He'd pop out and try to get me. Yeah, he was funny. <laughs> He's very funny. Ah, uh, Snuggles. Snug yeah, Snuggle Joe. How'd you meet Bob Levy? Uh, just... Through the that one crazy guy, <laughs> yeah. Through the wonders of Twitter, uh, 
I think it started oh, no. out because I was I was a fan of the uh, Opie and Anthony show, and okay. so there was like different people would send in these pictures, and uh, I thought, no, oh, I can do that. And then uh, there was this guy who had uh, the Beavis account, which was based on Anthony's cat. Right. It, it, yeah, it became very popular, and it was like it was kind of not so much a contest, but but people were you know just sending in pictures all the time. And I guess Bob saw one and retweeted it and made a comment, and so I ended up following him. And then I did a few about him, and then there it went. You know, we just kept started talking to each other. And he followed me back and all that. Oh, that's so, I know you guys are like best friends now, you and Bob. Yeah, yeah. He's calling me all the time for this or that. <laughs> Doug, truthfully. Yeah. Uh, uh, retweet this. Yeah. Well, he's, oh, retweet. <laughs> yeah, retweet. <laughs> he's, uh, he gets on the retweet, retweet. Yeah. Meanwhile, we all have the same followers. That's the craziest thing. Yeah, so pretty much the same people. So that's why I'm retweeting it all the time, but it's you probably already seen it a million times by the time it gets to. No, it's all it's all the same 10 people. It's like the same people. Like, we, yeah. like, like not all the same people, but it's probably very, very. What, what Bob should do is try to find a group outside of his group yeah not to and, and have a separate twitter account or something like that where it's like not the same you know what i'm saying it's, yeah it's like it's like because his algorithms in twitter twitter and, and facebook so if you put a link to a ticket ticket sales for instance people won't see it sometimes if yeah. there's like a ticket like a sales link a lot of people won't see it they'll see posters things like that but they won't see links to like box office ticket sales things like that yeah it's like you only have i some, learned that yeah, yeah. Because they just don't see it, and they don't. Yeah, you, know, you got to explain that this is what it is. And there's also algorithms, meaning that it doesn't go through the feed. Like if you're selling something online, it won't go through the feed unless you promote it. On, you know, you pay the money to promote it. Did you yeah. know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I realized that on Facebook that, that if you if you're doing a show like in um like Louisiana, for instance, so I would I would I think I'm doing a show in a certain part of Louisiana, so I would find. Uh, I would direct my ad to the people that live in that within 40 miles of that area that like comedy and that like, like, you know, whatever things that I talk about sort of, you know, so yeah, that's how we have to do it. Actually. I, I my friend taught me that cause I did, a lot of times people don't see a lot of links, uh, when it comes to like a, like a, t- you know, ticket sales or anything or, 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 store, or online store. Yeah. You have to promote the. You have to actually pay to advertise on these, on the media. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Jeez, oh, but if you put a picture of your kitty cat, oh, everyone, you... everyone will see it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, pictures. People see pictures a lot. Yeah. But they don't see it. They just don't see things. It's not like they don't go on your. They don't. A lot of like, if you look at your Facebook feed, you'll notice what comes up and what doesn't come up. Yeah. Yeah, Jeez. you'll notice that. Yeah, because if you're just on the main, if you're on your main page, you don't see it. But if you put it on the the regular, whatever pops up, yeah. The wonders of social media. Yeah, that's that's lovely. Well, well, I guess just got to do more posters and stuff and put that. Yeah, in they're awesome. I love the posters. Yeah, and just put. I'm, I'm, I need a poster. I'm doing a show in May. I, I'm gonna probably have you do a poster for it. I gotta just find all the information. Yeah. Okay. Like some kind of show I'm doing at a new club. Yeah. So I'll have you. Yeah. Make a cool poster. <laughs> I just did one for uh, Evan. They're doing some show in the on the twenty first, I think. And uh, yeah, he's like he's always like afraid. Like yeah, you make the. I'm like we're doing some shows in. I think I'm doing some shows in June. I'm taking a few weeks of May off. I think with Evan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'm doing shows with Evan. No, I'm doing one with the disco one you did already. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, this yeah, Evan, Evan does shows every every few weeks, so. Yeah. They're pretty good shows. Yeah, they come out pretty. He gets a lot of people. Yeah, he's pretty regular with that. Yeah, he's doing good with that. I'm happy for Evan. He really yeah. figured out how to make money doing shows. Yeah, he found his uh, his calling. His calling, even though it drives him nuts. <laughs> it drives him crazy. <laughs> really? Oh God, yeah. He gets he's so neurotic. He got, he makes me look unneurotic. <laughs> Evan is totally neurotic. Oh well. That's his struggle. Yeah, we all have a struggle. Yeah. I, I have panic disorder really badly, but I break it on myself sometimes, yeah. so I realize that. Because I, I won't eat eat the whole day, and then I'll eat, my blood sugar will spike, and then I'll have a panic attack. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's bad. Because I don't get, like, I don't hyperventilate. I just get really, like, I feel like I'm not here. Yeah, so I, I went through that. Feeling. Yeah, I went through that. For That was part of the de- ordeal. And uh, we get those really bad, you know, and it was incapacitating, you know. They are, they're right, and they're exhausting too, because yeah. the next day you feel like you're hungover. It's a weird feeling. Yeah, it, it, it works you out. I think it's just, it, it, it drains all your adrenaline because it's flushing it through you. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happens. That, that yeah, exactly. State of terror or whatever it is. And then, uh, but uh, yeah, not so much lately, but uh, back at the, at the in those days, yeah, that was. Uh, really so bad. So, did your medication work or are you still on your medication? Uh, I'm only on Prozac now. Uh, I have that, but I don't take it because I'm afraid that I have my doctor thinks I'm on it, but I don't take it. Uh-oh. I take Clonopin and I take Prozac. They think I take Prozac, but I, the Prozac gave me diarrhea so I stopped taking it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem to work for everybody and some people it does nothing for them. You know? Yeah, it gets me. Uh, the, the antidepressants never ever work for me. I get shaky from them. I just don't like them. Oh, okay. but uh, but the clonopin works wonders. Okay. So I basically, tranquilize the entire day all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I walk around tranquilized. I don't feel tranquilized, but I guess I am. Tranquilized. <laughs> yeah, I was on all kinds. I can't even remember half the stuff they had me on at the time. Uh, I, I did. I, I was on Xanax for a while for the panic attacks. Uh, that helps, right? Yeah, I did. Uh, but a lot of people I know they get hooked on that stuff. I never did, you know. I, I don't even think I even finished the bottle. If you need but, it, it, it works. If you don't yeah, need it, yeah, yeah, it really it's an amazing super drug. You know, when you're really in that minute, it shuts down that panic attack fast. Yeah, well, so. the clonopin it prevents. It's a very light form of Xanax, meaning that like it lasts longer, but it's like it doesn't. You don't feel anything. It's sort of uh, just in your body. It's like a time release deal. Yeah, which well, so it's, it's well, a lot of people. So some people, it's like it makes them like want to pass out like you know for yeah. me it doesn't do anything other than you know protect my brain from going to that place so yeah, yeah. that's why i've been on that that's a, that that drug work wonders for me well so it is addicting physically it's not i'm not addicted to it i'm mentally you know I'm, ad- I'm addicted to it probably just by having to take it but yeah um i don't like overdo it or under you know i just take yeah. my dosage you're yeah. not abusive of it no i do with the do- yeah, yeah it's fine but I have to, do have to take it. I wish I wouldn't have to, but I do. But it's one of those examples of uh, the one-size-fits-all drug is not really there. Because like some of these, like I said, like Prozac works for me, but it's not going to work for you. It's not going to work you know, for everybody. That sort right. of thing. And they always try to have a catch-all thing. And the doctors, they'll, just, they'll give you anything almost. <laughs> but you got to work through. You know, well, it's not doing the trick. Well, I, had, I have one horrible doctor that I had really bad PMS and I was getting really angry. And she wanted to put me on antipsychotics just because I was, like, having PMS. It was, like, really dumb. And she was a female doctor. so it's, Yeah. It's and, like, and I wasn't – I didn't say I wanted to murder people. I just said I have a lot of anger for my – I mean, I'm having a lot of 
heavy yeah. duty, like, you know, PMS, whatever. So she, I, I'm like, you're, you're giving me this. And the drug, it was like so much, so powerful. Like, you know, like yeah, you give it overkill. to people who are really, yeah, who yeah. are in like mental institutions. And my, you know, I didn't have that problem. You know, I'm just angry from the PMS. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I, yeah, that's some of the, it's like, it, there's a bit of overkill with those drugs. You know, a lot of people, they're so far until they're terrified of them to where I say, yeah, I'm on Prozac. Oh, man, you got to get off of that. And it's like, well, no, it's not. Because <laughs> other people had a lot of problems with the doctors. They pushed too much of the uh, medication on you as a catch-all cure for everything. And says, no, you got this. There needs to be some amount of therapy there. And you got it. But the doctors just don't have, yeah. the, don't have the time to deal with you. You can't just be medicated and not have a talk therapist. Yeah. You have to have both. I think you can't have one. And also, a lot of these doctors give you four different drugs. Which I think is ridiculous. Yeah. Unless you know, unless you're like, you know, really fuck. They give you way too many drugs at once. Yeah, I've I mean, seen that w- happen too. Yeah, when you're psychotic and they got to learn know how to. Ma- I lucked out because the doctor I had he had he had been a uh, a neurosurgeon until oh, his, that's uh, great. until his hands got you know he you know so he he went into psychiatry so he he really knew what he was doing you know and he knew the brain and all that so he knew how to work the drugs how much you're taking this time how near okay you quit that one and this that sort of thing you know yeah and i keep the, and i know so there are a lot of people that will be on a, a great cocktail and then the doctors for some reason will take them off the cocktail they're on for no reason and then they just end up getting worse i've, I've seen that too yeah i'm like why because you come in one day i'm feeling kind of depressed well people get depressed you know like yeah so they'll just change everything around. Meanwhile, it's been working for you. I mean, there's a difference between depressed being, you know, just down in the dumps, you know, right. to this, this, you know, the sick psychosis that it can become. <laughs> I mean, that's a, no, you know, there's a, no, a good psychiatrist will see the difference. Yeah, you, it's, there's, that's exactly right. You know, there's good and bad in those, and some are good at it and some aren't, and there's, there's, there's consequences for that. Because it's like, you know, I mean, some people, like when your your husband or wife dies, and then it's like a month later and you're still sad about it. And everybody, oh, maybe you should see somebody. But no, that's normal. That's normal grief. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. That's going to take a while. Well, right. And, but if, if things are going well on the outside and then you feel terrible on the inside, that's when you have to be careful. Yeah, yeah. When things are normal, you know, your life is somewhat normal. No well, no it, tragedies. And that's yeah. When, and, and you still get crazy. That's when you have to yeah, really and watch you, it. Yeah, when it becomes your routine to just be nothing, you know, mm-hmm. on and on and on, then that's you're in trouble. But that can happen to me too. Actually, I can do nothing every day. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, you know, <laughs> no energy, no, no desire, no nothing, you know, that kind of thing. That's a that's a horrible feeling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. So you have to. Sometimes you have to really work at it yourself. Like you have to push yourself. Yeah. No matter what, like you have to listen. You have to ignore your brain. That's what they told me to ignore your brain. Yeah, yeah, same thing. Yeah, you, you got to learn how to to deal with it, recognize it, and uh, and that's all they can do, really. The, the medication can help a little bit here and there. It can help dampen down the extremes, but uh, it's ultimately with you, and uh, you do have to learn how to live with that and how to anticipate it and work it out. Yeah, you have to because a lot of things that we do that hurt your brain, like. Or not, or help your brain, you know. So if you exercise, you, you get yeah. out in the sun, you do, you know, you're around positive energy, not negative energy. That can yeah. help too, you know. Sometimes yeah. you're around negative people and you don't realize it. Yeah, and a- activity goes a long way because if you're not if you're not distracted, then you're gonna dwell on whatever it is you're upset right. about and that kind of thing. Like when I'm on stage, I don't think about that, you know. Yeah, like I don't right. Think about, you know, I can't think about it. It's too. 
like when you're doing stand-up, you can't think about anything else, but like you're in like such a heightened state of reality, especially with this big crowd and, you know, you yeah. have to be on, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you can't, you, can't, you can't think about it. Your brain is so focused, uber focused on that. So, or when you're drawing something or doing an art, you know, you're focused on what you're doing. So right. I think that that's a lot of it. It's where your focus is. When your mind gets idle, that's when you can get crazy. Yeah. Work and, act- crazy. work and activity are very good things. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to do more of both. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, you got a, sh- a show coming up in May. and then you have- I have a big show on April April 25th. I have a show uh, at Gotham Comedy Club, Okay. Uh, which I'm really excited about. Uh, they asked me to do it. It's a really fun show with Robert Klein and Dan oh. Aiello. And cool. uh, who else is in it? Rich, uh, Paul Mercurio. Wow. And Rich Aronovich and Maria Molinos is going to be a celebrity guest. Yeah. Well, it's for, do- it's for uh, Laugh Sight for Dogs. So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw you tweet about that earlier. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a really exciting show. I, 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 I love that organization and I love working for them. So they always have fabulous shows. Yeah. Know? There'll probably be some other special guests they haven't announced yet. But like last time they had Colin and Jim. And who else do they have? Uh, yeah, Colin was on it. Jim. They had uh, Gilbert Godfrey. And they had <laughs> David Tell last show. Oh, cool. So, yeah, oh, sometimes it, they, they, they don't announce people because they, they can't commit to it yet. So they yeah, don't know. Yeah. You know? So a lot of times David Tell will pop in. Or, you know. Yeah, it's always so, cool. So it's a great show. It's worth every penny. And by Jim, tickets. you mean Jim Norton? Oh, Jim Norton. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. All right. I, well, it's so great speaking to you. I love this. It's fun. Yes, this was great. We'll have to you do have it. You have to call my podcast when I do it. Uh, no problem. Yeah, anytime. And we'll, Yeah, and um, I hope to meet you one day soon. Yeah, I was life. I was supposed to go to uh, Conti's wedding, but that's not going to happen. Uh, uh, oh, I wasn't invited, so I was all right. Oh, you weren't? Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was hoping. Okay, when, well. When's his wedding? In, like, a few days? It's uh, next weekend. Oh, I think it's Sunday. Sorry. Yeah. You're not gonna. Oh, you're not gonna go. Yeah, I'm not gonna be there. Yeah, it's sad. I but, a, I love Conti and Bev, so uh, wish them best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, his uh, yeah, Beverly's gonna make an honest gorilla out of him. Aw, <laughs> that's finally, finally, he's gonna be an honest girl. Yeah. <laughs> baby Joe Conti. Baby Joe, yes, baby Joe Conti. <laughs> All right, Stacy. Well, have a great day. You, thank you too. So much. And thank you. Speak to you soon. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. And we'll be back after these important messages, only to be followed by another exciting episode of Night Night. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Pretty Princess Stacy Pressman sought out romantic advice from the Reverend Bob Levy. I, I don't mind hanging out watching TV as long as it's the programs that I like. Yeah, porn. But, right, exactly. But like, I, I haven't. You know, I just like to. I always. I like to go to lounges a lot. Yeah. And, uh, I like food. Yeah. And then I like to vomit it up because I eat too much. Just <laughs> kidding. I'm gonna save it for the next day. <laughs> no, I mean I like to just. I, I like to talk, as you know. Yeah, you you like to talk a lot, so you, and you like to have sex. So you're looking for a deaf guy with a big cock. <laughs> you know anybody? <laughs> if you want more words of wisdom such as that, check out the sermons of the Reverend Bob Levy on the Bob Levy Show from Radio Misfits. Dot com.
Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. Well, why not watch old crappy movies with me, Mr. Nelson? Yes, you can watch old forgotten theater trash polished up by my brilliant commentary and sound effects. Films and movie serials like The Green Hornet, which concerns the adventures of a young newspaper publisher and his life partner. Yes, in their free time, they play dress-up, they wear masks, and ride around in a souped-up old jalopy while fighting crime. And it's only 90 cents! So head over to my video store at selfy.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Selfy.com slash Nelson. Get it? Once there, you can order some Nelson celluloid goodies today. Warning. Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. Say, would you like a little more Mr. Nelson? <laughs> you know you do. So head over to my store at society6.com slash Mr. Nelson. There you'll find selections of my artwork, which can be printed on, yeah, prints, but also t-shirts, throw pillows, mugs, tumblers, tote bags, and clocks, and iPhone and iPod cases, stuff like that. Also, hoodies, v-neck t-shirts, all kinds of t-shirts. Yes, that's right. Even long-sleeve shirts. Uh-huh. Yes, you can get the Mr. Nelson Show t-shirt, even the Bob Levy Show t-shirt, and all kinds of other Nelson artwork printed on a shirt. And, of course, with that throw pillow, you can even sleep with me. <laughs> so why don't you head over to society6.com slash Mr. Nelson. That's society, the number six, dot com slash M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. City Hall of Cityopolis Police Commissioner Charles Wetwin finds himself in the mayor's office after being summoned there. Mr. Mayor, you you wanted to see me, sir? Yeah, come on in, have a seat. Now listen, you know I've been promising to bring in that damn night-night for some time now. Uh, yeah. Well, you've been dragging your feet on that now, haven't you? I need you to pick up the pace, pick up the ball, and run with it. Run with it, boy! Well, uh, I've been kind of busy with drug gangs, homicide, and uh, underage prostitution. I don't care about that. I gave you a mission, and you haven't done jack squat with it. It's been years since I've been in office, and you hadn't done nothing. That damn Lewis Cannon is catching up to me in the polls. I gots to bring home some bacon. Now, if you ain't up for the job, well... Maybe it's time I found a new commissioner. Commissioner? Uh, y- yes, sir. 
And as Wetwin shuffles back to his office, he is troubled by the situation that the mayor has placed him in. I'd bust night-night in a heartbeat, but he's got that video of me cheating on my wife. It could not only ruin my marriage, but my career as well, since my mistress was a junior officer. What am I going to do? The mayor wants action. I'm damned if I do and and damned if I don't. Suddenly, before he knows it, Wet One finds himself holding the night phone, an untraceable phone with a direct line to the night's lair. And at the night's lair... Smedley, where's Dick? Don't know. I guess he's upstairs somewhere being stupid. Well, send him down here. We've got work to do. Was that the night phone I heard? Well, if you heard it, why didn't you answer it? I don't know. Who cares? You got it. Yes, but I was considerably busy in the restroom at the time. I count on you to help me avoid certain unpleasant matters such as having to pinch off. Oh, man. Look, never mind. Just go get Dick. Yeah, all right. Dick. Dick. And soon, our heroes are off, racing the streets of Cityopolis in the Night Cruiser. Night-night, who are we up against this time? Pink Elephant? No. The Fooler? No. The Mosquito? No. The Freezer? No. It's the Mayor, stupid. The Mayor? That's right, Bobo. Well, what did he do? He's the most vile villain we've ever faced. He is? Yes because he undermines my cause by calling me nasty names in public and putting me down. But everybody does that. That's not true! Hey! Watch where you're going, Night-Night! Up yours! Damn, you almost hit that guy! The point is, I didn't. But you're always too stupid to realize these realities. No, I... Ah, hush up! Now, as I was saying... Commissioner Wetwin called me and told me we have to bring down the mayor before he brings us down. So Commissioner Wetwin's in on it too? In on what? I don't know. Well, if you don't know, why do you always ask me stupid questions, dammit? You're the reason the city doesn't respect me. No, that's bullshit. That's not bullshit. Hey, look out! Don't tell me what the- Oh, shit! Damn it, night, night! Couldn't you see where I was parked? Uh, I, I, I apologize. <laughs> Shut up, Bobo. Sir, my sincere apologies for this unfortunate incident. <laughs> Lay it on thick, night, night. Damn it! I just paid this car off. I assure you, I will pay for any damages. Yeah, you're gonna start paying right now. No, 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 shit, no, 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 no. Get up off your fat ass and face me like a man, night night. Face this. What'd you spray him with, night night? I don't know. Whatever I could grab out of my belt. Um, it's uh, uh, uh oh, bad stuff, Boo Boo. Well, whatever. He'll recover in a month or two. Now, where the hell were you, Boo Boo? Huh? Huh? I ran for cover. 
you useless asshole. You're always running for cover to save your own tail while mine is getting the boot. Well, what good is my busted ass to your busted ass? <sighs> no matter how many times I stress that we are a team, you always fail to grasp the concept. I think you're making a mountain out of a molehill. You don't look that hurt. Oh, yeah? Tell me if this hurts. <laughs> How about this? <laughs> now get your ass back in the night cruiser. Let's get over to Wetwin's office. And soon at Commissioner Wetwin's office. Hello, Commissioner. You wanted to see us? What? Oh, uh, yeah. Come on in and hurry. I don't want anyone to see you here. Wait, what's that stain on your suit? Is that blood? Huh? Oh, ah. Uh, no, I must have spilled coffee in my haste no, to get over he here. he rear-ended some guy's car and then that guy kicked Night-Night's ass. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but Night-Night got him back by spraying some shit in his face that'll knock him out for months. <laughs> what? what? Night-Night? I, I ought to run you in for that. You do, and you know what happens with that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah well... You know what? If I don't deliver for the mayor, I could lose everything anyway. What is it that he wants you to do? What do you think? He wants me to arrest you, unmask you, and throw you in jail. I don't understand how a supposed servant of the law doesn't see the righteous path of my crusade. And all right, all right, night, night. Why does everyone always interrupt my speeches? <laughs> Listen, night, night. How about you just... You know, go into retirement, and then the mayor won't have anything to bitch about. No, Wetwin. I can never abandon my crusade. You're obsessed with this. You don't know how obsessed. <laughs> I think I got a good idea. I mean, would you just look at yourself? Look, we don't need to go into this now. <laughs> Shut up, boo-boo! Shut up! So what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to dig up some dirt on him. And use it to shut him down. All right, all right, I, I, I can't know about this. Well, you already do. You just heard what he said. <sighs> shut up, Boobo. See? Welcome to my world. Yeah, whatever. Now, both of you, get your penny-hosed asses out of here. Well, let's go, mm, Boobo. And soon, our masked marbles are back in the amazing night cruiser when they come to a red light. Hey, night, night. What? What video were you talking about with the commissioner? Video? Oh, yeah. You know, that's the video of Wetman with another woman. Without that over his head, we'd have been busted a long time ago. Oh, yeah. You're doing to Commissioner what that photographer tried to do to you last week. What? No, 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 no. This is totally different. That asshole was motivated by greed, while I am motivated by justice. Huh. Sounds like the same thing to me. Because you're an idiot. No. I've heard rumors that the mayor also cheats on his wife. If we catch him in the act, then we're home free. Huh. What are the odds that two public officials cheat on their wives? Pretty damn good. <laughs> nah, hell, we can make a ride on red. Let's go. Oh, look out for that bus! Oh, shit! Oh no! Is Night Night's latest endeavor over before it begins? Find out next week!
This has been a Nailsin production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you? Well, that's all the time we've got left for this edition of the uh, Mr. Nelson Show. So, uh, once again, I'd like to thank my guest, Pretty Princess Stacy Pressman. Yes, yes, she was quite the treat. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, in the meantime, you can catch me on the Rob Saul Show, uh, the Conti and Kinney Show, and uh, the Bob Levy Show. Yes, yes, becoming quite the regular on that one. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you can find me there. Uh, other than that, until next time... Good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. so clear yes yes sounds like a radio show yes <laughs> <laughs>